0: But this show will continue to help you understand the things that affect your health while looking for unexpected discoveries along the way. It will also explore thought-provoking ideas and questions like this one. Liver. And for those of you, again, who are just tuning in, I I walk through this from the eyes of a daily practitioner and what they actually see in practice. So, for example, on liver, I'm not going to be going through... Cirrhosis and all the herpes viruses and all that. We might touch on the virus a little bit, uh, because that's not what we see. We don't generally see people coming in here, you know, at end phase, you know, <laughs> liver cirrhosis, uh, an and alcoholic, you know, uh, cirrhosis or hepatitis, or, or we, I just, I rarely see those things. That that person has already gone, and to the medical field. And 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 gotten all the tests and 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 um, then they come here, uh, or or they or they get fixed that way. So, so the liver is kind of interesting. In our world, the liver d- does well. Okay, just a little brief. Okay, livers pretty wild. The liver, uh, when I was in school, they said it did 250 things. Ten years ago, they said 350 things. And Now it's delivered us 500 things, and it truly is an amazing organ. It is massively regenerative. Um, so, for all of you, we'll talk a little bit about fatty liver. For all those of you out there that have fatty liver, which I see a lot. Um, uh, y- y- if you, if you do the right things, you don't have to worry about it. I mean, it's gotta be really, really gone for you to not get rid of that fatty liver. So the liver is, is, is just, it's four different lobes. They all do different things. It's a detoxification uh, center. Uh, everything that you dump into your body that doesn't belong there, <laughs> that liver tries to neutralize or get rid of. There's several, there, there's like seven different pathways in the liver that detoxify there's sulfonization, glucurization. Big one to me is the glutathione pathway because I see a lot of autoimmune patients. Kind of hard to get autoimmunity if you have enough glutathione, which is probably a separate topic for another day. Um, it stores a lot of our nutrients, particularly is important in blood sugar management. It, 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 and, and so it, it, it makes vitamin K It stores a lot of other fat soluble vitamins. It has a, it has a, it has a, uh, processes fat, it's uh, cholesterol, triglycerides. It has to do with making proteins. Oh my God, it's just like, it does 500 things. So you could go on for a long time, processing B vitamins and, but the big thing by the time a person gets here is usually it's not working right because it, it, of the lifestyle that the patient has had before they've gotten here. Or maybe the patient's been working around toxins, or maybe we'll talk about some of the, some viruses, what, what a herpes virus might mean uh, to somebody who has a chronic condition. But mostly for us, and, and oh, another big thing that the liver does is it clears out all, all your hormones. And I mentioned that one because that, another big thing it does and one that we see mostly here is the liver not clearing out people's hormones correctly, particularly estrogen for the female. So the, the types of things we see is that. We see females that come in relative to liver that maybe have polycystic ovarian syndrome. Maybe they're, maybe they're in menopause and they're having hot flashes. Maybe they're not, maybe they're, not having maybe women aren't having their periods and, and and a lot of them are surprised when I say well the first thing we're gonna do is, is we're gonna go and we're gonna clear out your liver we're gonna clean out your your um gallbladder and your intestines because you're probably not clearing your estrogens right when you're not clearing your estrogens right it sticks in the liver it sticks in the gallbladder and and then you have uh, and then you have a deficiency of uh, of estrogen it's not it's not getting cleared and and it's interesting A deficiency of estrogen as well as a um, as well as uh, too much estrogen expresses itself in the same way because if you don't have enough estrogen um you you you're, you have all the symptoms of not having enough estrogen and you got depression and you're fatigued and you're putting on weight and all those wonderful things. But if you have too much estrogen in your system because you're not clearing it out and it's staying in your system, in your liver, in your gallbladder, in your fat cells, okay, adipose tissue cells, then, um, then it, it, it shuts down what's called the receptor sites for your, um, for your estrogen, uh, molecules and then the estrogen can't get in. So it's just like you don't have enough estrogen. Kind of an interesting thing uh, for a lot of you. So, so the liver is kind of unique and, and, and that's one of the things that we in the functional medicine world see in the uh, as far as liver goes coming in. A lot of female problems that are poor, clearance. We have a staff member here who hadn't had a menstrual cycle in I think it was two or two and a half years and all we did was put her on a, 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 a 6 weeks cleanse <laughs> and two weeks into the cleanse, she had her menstrual cycle back. So so that's how that works. It is about clearing. In that particular case, it's not clearing out your estrogen, okay? Maybe it's, and, and, and a detoxification is something gets ingested that shouldn't be there. It goes to your liver. In your liver, there are the multiple pathways for clearing out toxins. We might just mention two of them, sulfonization, glucurization, there's methylization, there's there's the glutathione pathways, there's seven pathways. And they all do different things. And they all do different things. And so they take these substances and there's two major, major, major pathways. And one pathway um, breaks everything down and makes it water soluble so that it can run through your system. And then it, the second time the second pass through, what will happen is, is there's a molecule attached to the broken down pro, the broken down substance, and that molecule attaches to that substance and allows it to go through the second part of detoxification and being attached to that molecule actually allows it to go through the proper detoxification process and end up in the toilet, either through urine or feces, or maybe through clear out through sweat. If that pathway doesn't, if that, if that second pathway is broken down and you just have that first pathway working and the second pathway isn't able to attach that molecule to it, you become very sick. You are the person who cannot, who cannot take medications. You are the person who cannot eat supplements. So you, because these, when these toxins only go through the first phase one and become water soluble until something's attached to it, they are toxic. And if you're, and, and so if certain aspects of your liver aren't working properly, then uh, then that is the person who comes in here and says, I, "I'm not going to be able to take any of your supplements." I'm like, <laughs> "Like, why are you here? Um, I'm not going to because I can't take any medications." And so, but uh, but I, I say, "Why are you here?" Because we know what to do with that. So, so that's kind of like a, a general basics of the liver. Um, I, I must say, uh, uh, we had a conversation right before he came in here about the liver backing up and gunking up and, 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 and all the problems it can cause. But again, I don't get basically the cirrhosis patient in general. Occasionally I'll get somebody who's had cirrhosis for a long time. I don't get the hepatitis patient who's in you know acute hepatitis or anything like that. Um, but uh, so so, so the liver does back up, but the most, for the people who come in here, but most of the time the people I am seeing will go back to the, to the um, back to basics gallbladder section <laughs> that I did last week. The vast majority of the time here, it'll be the gallbladder that is not, that is, is heavily connected to your liver. They're, to me, they're one and the same, although, or, or at least close brothers, sisters, or twins, um, because they heavily work together. The gallbladder dumps out all of the bile and all the toxins from the liver into the, into the intestines. To me, what I'm seeing a lot is it's that it's more the gallbladder, that is the problem: backing up the liver. In my practice, in the ty- in the people who show up here into uh, a functional medicine practice, and then you start to get the symptoms of the poor clearance. So, what are the symptoms? Um, acne, a- acne, and healthy and unhealthy skin. Well, that's kind of a given. When people come in here and they have and they have skin problems. Um, they've been to the doctor, they've had the ointments and, and they've, they've done shots and they think it's an allergy and they've rubbed o- all this type of stuff on. Um, most, the skin is an extension of, of, of the inside of your intestines. And so you might first look to your intestines for that. But the, w- but when the, when the gallbladder and the liver, and you're gonna hear me kind of talk about both of them together, are not clearing then those toxins are going to be uh, not getting into the intestines and into the toilet the way that they should. They have to go somewhere. And one of the, one of the most common places that they go is the, um, is the skin. Now you can have acne for other reasons, okay? But not many other reasons. Uh, you could have acne because you have polycystic ovarian syndrome. Okay, you could act, You could have acne because you just eat like crap all the time. But that's not the patient who usually shows up in here. And so, so when people come in here and they start like I had one yesterday or two days ago, and I'm I'm absolutely certain it's poor liver clearance, and she eats this stuff and she gets she gets a rash over her over her uh, the bottom part of her legs. Uh, you're gonna hear me say liver clearance a lot because those two liver pathways that I talked about, the phase one that m- breaks it into water-soluble materials and the phase two that attaches the molecule and does the rest of the work, Those are that, that is called hepatobiliary biotransformation. That's a fancy word of saying, it biotransforms that toxin into water-soluble, attaches it and transforms it into something that can go into the toilet so that you don't get sick. And so that's largely what's happening with, with so many of the skin conditions. Excessive hair loss. Why would you get excessive hair loss for liver, okay? Uh, um, the liver uh, has a lot to do with clearing all of your hormones if, and, and it has a lot to do with um, what we talked about in the first place, we talked about uh, estrogen. Okay, so you have to clear out estrogen. If, you don't, if you're not clearing it out, you get symptoms of not enough estrogen, even though you have too much estrogen, you have, you, you, you have symptoms of not having enough estrogen, and that'll make your hair fall out. The liver can, uh, is also heavily influenced by the thyroid. If the thyroid, if you have hypothyroid, if you has, have Hashimoto's, the liver might slow down because because the thyroid slows everything down when it's not working right now it's not detoxing it could be a direct uh f- a fact that that's causing you to have um not enough thyroid hormones cleared out of there that can cause your hair to be falling out the, um if the liver's slowing down again it's not clearing the estrogen that could be making your hair falling out uh, the vest and and people say well i get it when i'm stressed if it's stressed it then it's a different. Then that's a different mechanism than the liver. So there's a couple of things that can cause your hair to fall out. Uh, thyroid directly can cause your hair to fall out. Thyroid indirectly can cause your hair to fall out, relative to uh, getting stressed. But the liver, the liver is a, a, usually a, a good bellwether um, if if your hair is falling out that that you need to look at that liver. Overall sense of bloating. An overall sense of bloating, mainly the liver, if it's if it's being overworked, and you're, to- so what makes the liver toxic? Okay, what makes the- most of us know alcohol makes the liver toxic, but uh, you know just toxins in general. If you're if you're inhaling toxins like molds, if you um, if you have had some viruses and they're low level and they haven't reached the point of like hepatitis or something, that can alter function. But it's basically, you know, you're eating junk, you're eating a lot of foods, you're putting a tremendous, you're, you're creating inflammation in your intestines. If you have small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, the bad bacteria have to be cleared somewhere. If you have inflammation in your intestines, it has to be cleared somewhere. Um, if you have food sensitivities, they create inflammation. The inflammation has to be cleared somewhere. So, I mean, the, the liver has a lot of things that, that cause it to gunk up other than the obvious junk food fatty food fried foods which 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 gunks it up by gunking up the gallbladder as well so i mean it's just everything just think of anything that doesn't belong in your body <laughs> it has to go through that liver if you if you walk into a uh, if you walk into a perfume like by by through a, like a we have a macy's here and you can't you have to walk in the front door you have to walk by their cologne section and if you walk by that cologne section and you're like oh my god i can't do this part of that's your liver for sure Part of that is your liver. Those those molecules are coming in to your uh, system. They're going. They're ultimately going through that phase one and phase two, and those people have a glutathione deficit, a big glutathione deficit, because glutathione is a pathway in the liver. It's supposed to grab that molecule and it's supposed to kill it. <laughs> if you don't have enough glutathione, that's part of the reason that you have that type of a sensitivity. So those are the things that that cause the liver. And go, going back to an overall sense of bloating, bloating usually is going to come from um, it can come from small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. Separate from that, it's going to come from poor gallbladder function, poor poor stomach function, or poor pancreas function. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.